This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, April 3rd, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Many of the leaders attending the G20 summit want to launch a new assault on low-tax jurisdictions. Cato Institute senior fellow Dan Mitchell at a March 23rd Capitol Hill briefing argued that without the pressure of tax competition, higher tax nations would find it all too easy to enforce oppressive tax laws. Tax havens, he argues, keep high-tax nations from undermining the U.S. economy. The simple way to think about it is imagine you're back in your Economics 101 class in college and you learned about monopolies and oligopolies and cartels and competition. And you learned that if you had some sort of monopoly or oligopoly and say you only had one gas station in a town, that one gas station could charge high prices, it could maintain inconvenient hours, it could offer shoddy service. But if you have five gas stations in a town, all of a sudden those gas stations compete with each other. They have to lower prices. They have to be attentive to the needs of consumers instead of being attentive to just imposing whatever price they want to impose. We've seen the same thing internationally in terms of what's happening with governments. Because of globalization, and and that's really the key. Uh, Well, let me get to that slide in a second. Because of globalization, What's happening is that labor and capital are a lot more mobile than they used to be. And this means that taxpayers around the world, if governments are trying to impose high tax rates, they actually have options to move either themselves or their money across borders. Just like if you have one monopoly gas station in a town and all of a sudden new gas stations open up, you can decide I'm no longer going to shop at that gas station that's trying to rip me off. I can shop at the gas station that's actually giving me a better deal for my money. Uh, and and this, this tax competition that's linked to globalization is responsible for these dramatic reductions in tax rates. Now, of course, when I go in for my salary review, I always say it's because of the great papers I'm writing for the Cato Institute that governments all over the world are doing these things. But the real story is tax competition is forcing governments to do the right thing, even though politicians don't want to do the right thing. Now, the bad news is that the politicians have figured out what's going on, and they're fighting back. And this is why we're seeing all these international bureaucracies trying to come up with ways of attacking tax havens. Why are they trying to attack tax havens? Because tax havens are the most powerful instrument of this tax competition. It doesn't do you any good to move your money from, say, France to Hong Kong if the French government can still tax you track down that capital or track you down and tax you at French tax rates. That would sort of like be moving from the the expensive gas station to the lower price gas station, but the high price gas station still gets to charge you. Yet that's exactly what high tax governments want to do, is they want to track you and do extraterritorial taxation. And what the OECD did is it put together an anti-tax haven blacklist back in 2000. Now, a little bit of detail, what defines a tax haven? The number one thing on the OECD's list, no or nominal taxes. So if you're a free market laissez-faire jurisdictions with a low tax burden, the OECD wants to punish you. There's no blacklist from the OECD of high-tax countries, the countries that are actually punishing growth and impoverishing people with bad policy. No, there's only a blacklist of the jurisdictions that are doing the right thing. But it's not just the OECD. The European Commission has all sorts of various anti-tax competition, pro-tax harmonization schemes. The United Nations even has a crazy idea 
from something called the Internet, the Committee of Experts on International Tax Matters. Of course, you can imagine the types of experts that they have on their committee. Uh, and then, of course, you now have the G20 summit. And this is really amazing. You know, sometimes even I, after 20 years in Washington, get surprised uh, by what the other side is doing. You have a financial crisis that is caused by bad policy in nations like the U.S. Reckless monetary policy, corrupt Fannie and Freddie subsidies, you name it. There's no doubt about the fact that the financial crisis was born and bred in the big nations. And yet, what are the politicians doing? It's the fault of the Cayman Islands, or it's the fault of Singapore, or Liechtenstein, or something like that. And you say, well, wait, how can it be their fault? Did they have the reckless monetary policy? No. Did they have the corrupt Fannie and Freddie subsidies? No. But you've got to give the politicians from the high-tax nations credit. They're always on message. No matter what's wrong, it's always the fault of tax competition. And of course, we now have all sorts of initiatives and efforts coming out of the U.S. Congress. Uh, the, uh, the Dorgan legislation, the Levin legislation, both of these bills were sponsored by uh, Senator Obama when he was in the Senate last year. Uh, so it does not look good. It looks like the U.S. will be engaging in unilateral fiscal protectionism, not just the international fiscal protectionism from the bureaucracies like the OECD and the European Commission. And by the way, I can't resist pointing out the irony of something. If you work for the OECD, where you get very nice, generous salaries, you work in this elaborate chateau over in Paris, guess what? By international treaty, you pay no tax. So it's kind of ironic. We have these well-fed bureaucrats working at the OECD in their nice chateau with its own private wine cellar, and they run around the world in business class telling jurisdictions with low taxes that they're doing something wrong and they should be blacklisted, and yet these bureaucrats pay zero tax. Certainly, at the very least, the first thing that should happen is they should learn what it's like to be a taxpayer before they start interfering with the sovereign right of jurisdictions to set up their own tax policy. Dan Mitchell is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can hear the full March 23rd forum on tax havens at cato.org.